Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. As we say goodbye to two of the pillars of the original Black and Gold we NXT. We say hello to you. <laughs> we say hello to you here on Sunset Flip Radio. Yes, welcome back for the 89th time. We are back on Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Alex, what's going Yo. on? Uh, nothing much. An action-packed day. It is. It's, it's 5 o'clock on a Thursday. It's nice because we're both off today, and we don't have to wait around late to record, and you know we can go on with our lives before and after the episode and and do stuff. And, <laughs> and not have hang to fall out. asleep right after. Yeah, not to fall asleep right after. So... We wanted to kick off the show with uh, Rebel Heart, um, Johnny Gargano's original music, uh, just because he... Classic banger. It's an awesome song. He's been involved so much this week, obviously, because uh, the writings on the wall, whether it be from the videos that have been leaked online with him crying in the ring with Ciampa, saying goodbye to NXT that he is on his way out of WWE. And not just him, also Kyle O'Reilly. Now, this is funny because I kind of feel like all the attention is going on Gargano. Yeah, he got no love. And, like, O'Reilly got zero love. And it's funny because... I mean, you know, under different circumstances because, yeah, they both might be leaving. One, I think... I think O'Reilly's definitely gone. I think O'Reilly's gone. Correct. Yeah. Gargano's just taking time, man. Yeah. I think he, he's coming up to the main roster, but that's just me. You think being... so? You think he's staying with WWE? He might be. My he could rebel, be. My rebel heart wants him to. If he does. Like, so so badly, so, so badly, because they don't... You can correct me He's a great talent. I'm, he is. He's, he's such a, a great, great talent. Head. He's super over. He is. And I don't care what crowd. He will, on the main roster which we know sometimes is a death sentence, will get so yeah. much push as the Daniel Bryan kind of character, which they seem to be lacking. Size-wise? Size-wise. Now that Daniel Bryan uh, belongs to AEW. So mm-hmm. um, I think he can fit that role if he wants to. Uh, you know, I'm very positive. I, I just want him to be there because selfishly, he's a WWE guy to me. He was he NXT. Every ma- I don't. There might be a match of his that maybe wasn't as watchable as the rest of them, but each one got better and better and better. <coughs> Pardon me. Always got involved in the best storylines. Yeah. Made the storylines great backstage. His uh, promos with Candice at home during his heel run, which surprisingly was excellent. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this guy's got the goods, man. Well, the thing with Ciampa is, you know, when he... Way back when, I know he had said he is NXT. Oh, yeah. He's even, black and gold at the time. Yeah, even with through DIY. Like, I get that. DIY, and then that whole split. I mean, that whole story was just months and months of That whole of story bangers. never came to, never got back to where it needed to be because Ciampa got hurt. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a chapter of it that hasn't been explored that everybody wants to see. Um, I don't think they had that knockout blood feud between two former best friends. No, but that feud, I mean, in general, Ciampa and Gargano's feud was... It's memorable. It's memorable. It's a big part of NXT's career, probably. Mm-hmm. It took the a, a best very long rivalry. 
outside of anything with Adam Cole. Yeah, and because then that was if, right if, before if you look at, in between Adam. If Cole you look at some of the top rivalries of all time, Gargano and Champa, Gargano and Cole, they're both there. You know what I mean? You have Joe and Balor. Yeah, you have a lot of good rivalries, but Gargano is a part of it because he's been a cornerstone of NXT. Um, and then, I mean, I think he, I can see him in WWE. I can see him staying with the company. I think that he's gonna take some time off because. Of Candice LeRae, and yeah, she's he said pregnant. he's got the baby that his son is due in February, I mm-hmm. think. So, I mean, you know, it's two and two two and a half months, let's say. Yeah, he could he could show up at Royal Rumble and get eliminated and, and then take and, time. But then that means he's We've back. We've seen that before, and then he's back. I have no problem with that at he'll, all. He'll get a big pop, I think, at Royal Rumble. Get a huge pop. Now, the, this is the thing with Gargano that I think... A lot of his stuff is mum. Like, we don't know what he's doing. Yeah. He's very quiet. He does thing on social media but it's always in promo and whatever and then he'll comment because he's a cleveland browns fan so he'll comment on football every once in a while and and like games and stuff and and um you know comics and and whatnot but and then that's about it so the thing with gargano is really interesting because when, when when diy disbanded right and they broke up champa Started that obviously, and just you know that great going. turn. I think it was in Chicago. Yeah, it was at the end of a takeover. He got so much sympathy and so much you know backing from the fans and you know the the sympathy vote, and then Champa was getting the upper hand on some of those matches. I was at one of them. I was at the Brooklyn takeover, and I'm gonna say it was a no rules match and or last man standing, and and uh, Champa won. He was like handcuffed and he stood up. Um, yeah, yeah, that one. That one, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't like the end of that one. Where he fell off the he fell off the stage and his feet landed. Yes, yeah. yes. So I was there for that. I mean, that that just that heat for Champa was crazy, but the Gargano um, marks were all out that night. But if you look at his to- if you look at his NXT career, whether it be the journey to become NXT champion, his feud with Adam Cole, getting over on Cole, and then becoming a heel. Now was he, he- the first North American champion? Who? Um, Gargano? Gargano? No, it was Adam Cole. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It went Cole and then Ricochet. And then uh, Gargano. Yeah. And then uh, Dream. Yeah. Yeah. And Strong after that. But the thing with Gargano, which I really think is underrated, was his heel run. Like yeah. the whole starting of the, the way. way. Like the over, way. Over. Over. The way got so much heat and they were so over in the beginning. Because he had Indy Hartwell and he had Austin Theory, who was just bouncing. He put from Theory him. on the map to he what did. he's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Austin Theory was like a pinball, going up and down, left and right, different gimmicks, and you know, bringing his uh, his wife Candice LeRae, who had a great heel turn in her in her own mind. And then Dexter Loomis gets involved, and all of a sudden they're face, and now he's coming back out the Rebel Heart, and you know, he he's like one of the only guys in NXT where you're either face or heel but you're still getting over like it's like kevin owens you know what i mean if kevin owens acts like a heel he's getting over he's a face he's getting over yeah you know what i mean it's not like right now when aew look for like for example daniel bryan he's getting booed as a heel cm punk got booed out of the place last night granted he was in them he was in long island but you know i mean i can't say enough about what gargano has done for nxt the matches that he's been put on that he has uh, been put on against 
Champa and um, Cole and all these guys, just straight up bangers. And he's him, an example of why your personality and, and the work that you do supersedes whether you're a face or a heel because yeah. it doesn't matter what you do. He is like, he's like Seth Rollins of NXT. You can put him in any position, anywhere you want. You want him to go tag team? You need him for a North American? You need he's him Johnny for, fucking wrestling, dude. Yeah, he's he's Johnny Takeover, Johnny Wrestling. You can put Gargano in any situation in NXT, whether it's 2.0 or black and gold, and he delivers every time. And I don't want to, for, for lack of a, a better term, utility guy. He is. But when you need him, you call his number, and he shows up, and he shows out. That's what he is. That's it. He's a utility guy. Not in a bad way. No, the best utility guy we you all, can have. We talked about that a couple episodes where yep. we say AJ Styles and Finn Balor and Seth Rollins are all these kind of wrestlers that if you need someone to step up to the plate and you need someone that's that's going to be you need to pop a rating, reliable you need to, yep. and someone to to not just reliability, but someone to put somebody else over and someone that can do the job the right way. Right. You count on those guys. That's what Gargano was for NXT. He, he put Carmelo Straight Hayes up. over. Carmelo Hayes yeah. is going to be a star. He's good. And He's guy, green, and his, but he's oh, good. Yeah, his, uh, his, his buddy, his boy Trick. Trick Williams. Uh, Trick is hysterical. T-dubs. Hilarious. Trick he's got Williams. great great facial Hilarious. expression. Like yeah. in the ring, okay, yeah, no, but outside of that. I haven't seen like him a, wrestle yet. I think he wrestled like once, and it wasn't like I haven't. He was anything. supposed to wrestle Loomis, but because he was had a nagging injury, yeah, he didn't I've seen wrestle. That, yeah, but um, you know, I really hope to see Gargano stay with WWE, not like this next guy. Because see, to me, Kyle O'Reilly has AEW written all over it. Now, Kyle O'Reilly's really and interesting. you know what? I'm I'm fine. I'm with fine that. with that for for once in my recent fandom mm-hmm. i'm cool with that kyle o'reilly to me and i wish him well because i'm gonna watch it yeah he was always in the background because obviously when he was part of the undisputed era i mean he did have the dominant run with fish as tag team champions mm-hmm. and fish got hurt so cole stepped in or strong stepped in but yeah i they, mean they adam turned cole him into like a free bird yeah with put, put it this way adam cole was the leader of the group yeah, hands down yep o'reilly never stood out he never stood he out as up, being a leader he put up the ue sign yesterday. he did he or, did uh, was it a, sunday right he did yeah Gave him the crotch chop yeah. with the UE. It was like when Bret Hart wrote WCW. It was like very similar to that. But yeah. I mean, um, no, I mean, just, I mean, O'Reilly going to AEW is fine because. He went out on his back. I mean, he did. That, that thing with, uh, you know, we got that cage match. That with Von Wagner. Yeah, I mean. They're going in a different direction. Yeah, I wish they actually would have kind of set that up before we got the match on Sunday and then that turn mm-hmm. because that's how this, that. Um, it felt rushed. It felt rushed, and that's how those two came together because Kyle O'Reilly didn't trust them. And then yeah. you've seen those promos over a couple of weeks and so on and so forth. I mean, Von Wagner, I like him. I do. I think he, he's a big boy. I think he can move well in the ring. Yeah, they got to establish him as a heel. the future, establish him as a heel. But, you know, back to O'Reilly, again, he, he kind of stood in the shadows. I mean, his tag team work and the matches that he put on with Fish against guys like Mustache Mountain and guys like DIY and guys like... Um, what other great tag teams? I'm oh, just slipping. When when we're done talking about O'Reilly, we got to talk about Imperium. Oh yeah, the, they're just, ahead, Imperium's ahead. ridiculous. But I mean, you know, the fact that O'Reilly did kind of stand in the background, and then he got his shot like to jump ahead. Yeah, against Cole. It kind of felt awkward to me. Like he never stood out really to be a face of the company. It was different because you you. 
behind a new Cole situation at the mm-hmm. time. So it kind of Cole was always Cole was always top dog. It was in it NXT. always overshadowed. Now he's kind O'Reilly's of O'Reilly's yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cole was always a top dog in NXT. Uh whether it be his long title run or just getting his path to the title, but O'Reilly as a singles guy he had some great matches with Cole. I mean, a great Kyle O'Reilly is a that, great wrestler. That three that th- was three matches with yeah. Balor, or three uh, matches with Cole. Three matches with Cole. Yeah, the match with Balor where, um, where I think they had two matches. Right? Yeah, they had the matches. Two. The matches with Balor were insane. Where Balor they were beating the shit yeah, out. Yeah, Balor of each got other. his jaw broken. Yeah, or was it O'Reilly? One of them. But I mean, like the legit shooting each other. Or legit wrestling and fighting, which is awesome. That's what that, you want to see. Those two matches between those two guys before Cole those, yeah. got me into Kyle O'Reilly. Those were Kyle O'Reilly's more. best matches. That's what propelled and he had him. a stretch. So those five matches, those two against Balor and the three, against, the three Cole. against Cole, best stuff he mm-hmm. did outside Absolutely. of Absolutely. And And you definitely, you know, and he, he was in a fatal four-way with... Um, yes. yes, he was. When Cross was still champion. But, I mean... You really never saw Kyle O'Reilly as the guy. The guys, Kyle yeah. O'Reilly would have been one hell of a North American champion, in my opinion. That's where I kind of thought they were going to go um, at one point. But as far as a WWE champion, I ne- I mean, as far as an NXT champion, he just didn't. I just, I think he was lacking a little bit on the microphone. And also yeah, that's he a was no-brainer. lacking with the look. Um, he had good music, too, when oh, he came out solo. Banging music. You know, it's called Accent Smash. Yeah, the oh, song. The song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was just an homage of demolition. The shirt that he was wearing. That could be, but yeah. no, no. The song is but, called Accents. But Alex said to talk about Imperium. The match at War Games with Wagner and O'Reilly against Imperium was very good. Imperium? It was probably the best match of the Are night. Underrated and people. Imperium's need to phenomenal. Get on these guys. Imperium's phenomenal. Give them the title run of the century. Imperium, Let them hold it. Imperium can out-wrestle any tag team in WWE right now. That shit Fabian Eichner is doing? All mm-hmm. by, oh, my God. Yeah. That guy's a, a god among men. Imperium can out-wrestle anybody on the main roster. Hey, listen. Any tag they're team. living that gimmick that, um, you know, the mat is sacred and their oh, yeah. gimmick with Walter. And they're doing it without Walter. Chef's kiss, baby. They're doing it without Walter. And it's funny because Walter stood out as the as the front piece of Imperium. P- puts Imperium over even more. Yeah. Without realizing Walter, it. You can you can bring back Walter in any time, and yeah, the stock of Imperium will go up a thousand. But those two guys in Imperium as tag champs will stay where they are because even with or without Walter, they're doing it and they're yeah. getting over the Especially right way. Especially doing that kind of like doomsday s kind of finisher. They yeah, got going they're on they're there. getting over the right way, whether with or without uh, Walter, yeah. who hasn't. Who's gracing the milk cartons of our local grocery stores in the world of professional wrestling in the past, uh, what six months? I guess so. I mean, I, I haven't been keeping up on what's going. I on I haven't over seen in, Walter at all on UK. I I still know, you know, I haven't Dragon seen off still champion, champion, uh, champion. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Walter at all. I don't know what they're doing with him. I, don't know the, I mean, no he's one, lost a lot of weight. Have you seen pictures of yeah. him? Yeah, no, in the WWE, he could release him and. If anybody hasn't heard the breaking news, you know, um, today, WWE released Jeff Hardy um, again. Okay. This is my Jeff Hardy story. Oh, boy. Jeff Hardy, to me, is in the same category as Edge and Rey Mysterio. He just never did it for me. 
Really never did. As I mean, a solo or as a tag team? Both. Wrestling? Oh. I was never a Hardy Boys fan growing up. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was never a Hardy, never Hardy Boy guy. I was more I liked, of a Jeff fan I liked than Dudley's. Matt. I liked the Dudleys growing up. If we had to pick tag teams, oh, I liked yeah. the Dudleys. Pop for the Dudleys. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, out. I never really got into the Hardy Boys. And, you know, I didn't like him as when he was a WWE champion, you know, when he beat um, Triple I wasn't. H I wasn't and, watching then. And I even just, then, to me, just I never knew did about it for it, me. I just never did it, it for me. It didn't make any sense. Like, really? One like, of his, you know when you think yeah. of the champion, you're like, yeah. Really? One of his 82 runs as an intercontinental champion, or whether it was a U.S. champion, or whatever. What, what did he beat The Undertaker for? He didn't beat The Undertaker. He didn't beat The Undertaker? No. He had a ladder match against The Undertaker, which, like... He got the respect of the Undertaker, oh, where right. like Undertaker, like you know, picked him off the mat and gave him a hug, got and the it. fans went All nuts. Right. Okay. So like that match, like even though he lost, he got a lot out of it. Yeah, he beat he, um, he beat Triple H, and I want to say it the was gatekeeper Shawn Michaels <laughs> in a yeah. triple threat match to be a champion. But yeah, I mean, Jeez. he went over on Triple H, but I just. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just never saw him as a guy that I can root for in wrestling. And, I mean, he going up and down, coming back, his drug problem and TNA and, you know, did you ever hear the story about him and Sting? Yeah. and they, Yeah, he Victory was, Road. Mm -hmm. He was, like, really high on, like, muscle relaxers and Bischoff had to come out and uh, change the finish. Meanwhile, yeah, this was only, like, ten-something years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And his work in TNA, you know, Brother Nero, and he's now we're free agent, but like everyone's saying, how can the WWE do this? How can WWE do this? I've watched a lot of videos about it today and it just happened literally eight hours ago. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if, around uh, if, 10 I, if I'm the WWE, I can't be mad because no, yeah, apparently, so, you know, whatever he's got going on, WWE offered to do rehab and they all did. That stuff. They offered. And because of his, de you know, he declined that. They yeah. were like, all right, well, we're going to have to release you then. Now, again, I don't know how much of that is true because Correct. his wife came out and said you know, on Twitter, don't believe everything you hear or hearsay, whatever. Yeah. But if if you, if it's from multiple sources that the if something was wrong and normally WWE, knowing their background and knowing how they handle different situations with rehab Summoned and stuff, former they know something of, before it happened. Yeah. They former know. superstars who have gone through this rehab that they've been WWE will pay for. They'll tell you, yeah, they did all that, whatever. And then other people, you know, will say maybe they didn't. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the wrestlers who have gone through that. Like, uh, I think they put Anvil, Jim the Anvil, mm -hmm. through it, and they had talked about it on Total Divas years ago. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if he, if, if what we've read is true and it's still very new and breaking and all that stuff, you know, who knows? I mean, we wish him the best. The same thing. Absolutely. Like, I mean, similar situation with Mox. Yeah, but I mean, but Mox didn't get released. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if if Hardy just going through hard times. Oh yeah, if Hardy's yeah. going through again, if anyone's again, going through hard times, if listens to this, obviously you can find help. Jeff Hardy, I guess, from what it's being told, is going through some hard times, but he declined the help from WWE, which is kind of don't hear that much. Or mental. I don't know what it is. It could be both, maybe, but. You know, Check on your friends, by the way. Yeah, you know, I, this yeah. is the time where you know things get dark for some people. We're, Check on them. We're give 16 them a call, days before Christmas. On. A lot of stuff going on. But if I'm the WWE, I reached out to him and he declined. I can't have that on my chest. That's right. a business decision. I think for the first time ever that I kind of agree with. If we're talking about releasing wrestlers, like I don't like, 
a lot of the wrestlers that got released in the past six months, you can say yes or no to. Some you can really fight for. You know, but I'm not going to argue with the fact that they got Grand Metal League out of there and they got Lindsay Dorado out of here. Yeah, they're fun to watch, but I mean, you know, Jeff Hardy is a is a pretty big name who was going through a pretty big push. Yeah. Because he, he was, was going to be... Some, he was, he's supposed to be in a match tomorrow. Yeah, he against, was in uh, a... Happy Corbin. He was going to be probably... With uh, McIntyre. You, you, he was just on TV with a shirt off, him and McIntyre parading. Yeah, around, like you just saw him on TV, and there were a lot of push of him getting a shot against Reigns. So that was last Friday. And yeah. Saturday night, I think, is when all this happened. Yeah. At a live show. He walked out of the live show. Uh, he's part of a six-man tag, and he tagged out and went through the crowd and went in the back. Maybe he was hurt. He was holding his stomach. Maybe he was going through some mental shit. Who knows? But, I mean, if that was the trigger that the WWE saw... Then they pull the trigger really quick. And you really can't blame them because you can't have that situation around your environment if you offer it and it, and the person turns it down. You got to kind of look ahead and move forward. Yeah. You really have to. A lot's happened from Saturday, late Saturday night to early this morning. Yeah. That's that today's what, never Thursday? Know, 96 so. hours? You know what I mean? So, again... I mean, in the world of professional wrestling, it always sucks when you lose someone that's been as popular as Jeff Hardy. Yeah. When you lose someone who's kind of on a roll like how Jeff Hardy's been on a roll and getting more TV time and having his face out there more and even possibly be the first person to challenge Roman after Brock uh, in January, which was a lot of talk. Yeah, because there was the a lot of pay-per-views. Grooming. He could have filled, you know, some yeah. time period there for Absolutely. us. Absolutely, and, and now he's going to get the help that he needs, but I mean... The help that he needs, he didn't want from the WWE, which means that it could be even more than what we think. Yeah. And obviously, you don't want to hear that if, if you've been watching him for your whole life, which is what we have been. So, again, Jeff Hardy, best of luck. I hope everything turns out for you. If you're listening, thank you. Um, you know, get the help you need. But, um, I mean, that was the breaking news from today. But, you know, I want to kind of go back to NXT and, and just say that, with Gargano on his way out of that part of the company, let's just say, and all signs point to O'Reilly being linked back to AEW with possibly Fish and Cole again. What is the state of NXT? Like what now if you look Completely. at now if you look at the the ending of the War Games match told you everything you need to know. Yeah. 2.0 is here. 2.0 is here. Cora Jade got the pin in the women's match. She's only 20 spot, years old. Great spot, by the way. Great spot. What, that, the, her uh, somersault, I yeah, guess? Yeah, and, and great, like, selling. Yeah. yeah Braun Breaker pinned the champion. Braun, Braun Breaker looks gonna good, be dude. Cha- Braun Breaker's going to be the next NXT champion. But my point is, let's look at the NXT roster right now. And I think on one hand, I can count the amount of people, maybe on two hands, the amount of men and women that have been on Black and Gold that are on the show now. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Dexter Loomis, Tommaso Ciampa, L.A. Knight. I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, from from well, Black and Gold. Yeah, I was gonna yeah from the Golden Day. Who is the longest tenured person in NXT now? Ciampa. Ciampa. He's mm-hmm. the longest tenured. Mm-hmm. Think of all the names. And, oh, and, and Imperium and is Dunn, still there. And Pete Dunn. Yeah, Imperium's been there for a long Imperium, time. Imperium. Fabian Pete Eichner, Dunn. more more yeah. so. Because I remember he was tagged with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, uh, think of the names, ready? Velveteen Dream, gone. 
Um, well, that poster behind yeah, us gets smaller yeah, and look, smaller. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, because, dude. Oh, yeah, now. Karrion Cross gone. Priest called up. Keith Lee gone. Gargano gone. Gargano versus Keith Lee, man. Tegan Knox gone. Shotzi up. Mia Yim gone. Uh, Dakota Kai still there. Raquel still there. Candice LeRae, well, you know, she's about to be a mom, but. Velveteen Dream gone. Oof. Cole gone. Rhea Ripley called. If up. I knew that that poster would have been a death sentence, I you definitely I mean? wouldn't have bought it. We should we should we, <laughs> we should just draw X's on the name of the people's no. faces. But it's it's so funny because like the state of NXT, like they're doing this thing now on NXT where I don't understand what they're doing with the women, though. But go ahead. What do you mean? I don't know what's going on with Raquel, with Dakota, with you know. Raquel has been this Eo. polar opposite of well, yeah, she where, who she was. Hair color. hair color. Her face is a lot lighter, you noticed. I don't know. Her, maybe it's like the lipstick she was wearing. No, they probably put a lot of um, concealer or cover yeah. up, whatever it is. Concealer I mean, she's a beautiful it. woman as it is. I mean, you know. Ooh, but, like, the thing that NXT although, is doing. she's a, a little too MAGA for my uh, taste, but that's okay. <laughs> she's too. She's MAGA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's beside the point. Um, another one, Cameron Grimes. He's been NXT for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Shot, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. But like, they're oh, doing. They're, Timothy Thatcher's there. Is he though? He's hurt. He's hurt. Technically, they're, they're yeah. doing this thing in NXT, which is pretty interesting. Is they're doing a lot of matches, but yet they're still doing like some little vignettes that are kind of corny, but yet entertaining at the same time. Uh, but beside that, the entertainment and the wrestling is there. They're moving stories and introducing things. They are. And, and yeah. they're introducing new things. Like, they're slowly, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, phasing out the old. And, oh, and they you are. you see more of these vignettes. You see that girl, whatever that girl's name is, they kind of switched up from the daddy's girl kind of thing. Yeah, uh, Tiffany of, Stratton. Yeah, that thing. What is, what is her gimmick now? It's not daddy's it's, girl. It's like. No, it's some sort of like former olympic gymnast sort of deal yeah. but still kind of like i didn't privileged yeah daddy it was yeah, like, it's it's weird. like a, it's like a white privileged daddy girl thing yeah it's weird yeah, yeah. but um you know they have a lot of these uh new wrestlers on 205 live right now so if anybody's watching 205 live this is where a lot of people are being showcased any of the new talent i haven't watched no. but i see what matches are there um this is where a lot of people are trying to get over yeah, I mean, I think they're going to give a lot of people time on NXT 2.0, whether it be squash matches or, you know, just regular matches. But the, the talent on 2.0, I think it's it's getting better week by week. I think what they're doing is is smart by ha still having some of that veteran aspect. But yet, you need veteran. You know, I don't care what any know, setting veterans, you're in. Veterans make it better. I mean, you need it. You, like, you need people to call things in the ring. You need the experience to help. It's just a tale as old it as is. time, right? Like, yeah, you have Cora Jade, who's 20 years old. Being going, helped out by uh, EO. Did you see what... The, so you know how she comes out in a skateboard? Yeah. So she came out during War Games. I think she was the first person introduced. And, like, out of the cage? Did they come out of the cage and released into the... Yeah, but yeah. the shark cage is at, like, the top, like, at the hard camera. Yeah, on the top. yep, yep. But, like, it's funny because, like, she came out on the skateboard and, like, she kind of tripped. So, like, halfway through the match, the fans were chanting, you you don't know how to skate or you can't skate. Oh, shit. It was kind of funny, though. But she's getting involved in this program with Mandy Rose, yes, who went 
you know, she's not exactly the greatest wrestler, Mandy Rose, but she had spotlight on, on WWE, and now mm-hmm. she's leading the faction, which hold both women's belts in yeah, NXT. Hold all the gold, as they say. But they paired her up with Raquel Gonzalez, which is smart because I think that's going to give her more comfortable feeling because, yeah. like, you know, Raquel has been there. R- remember, Raquel debuted when it was Tegan Knox against Dakota Kai in a no-holds-barred match. That's when we saw the birth of Raquel Gonzalez be this right. powerhouse of a and woman. And Dakota Kai fit the role that Raquel's in right now. Yeah. So it's just, you know, coming full circle. It is. You but keep washing the I other th- hand. That's the only way I think you're ever it's smart win. what Michael because Shawn Michaels is running it right now. Yep. What Shawn Michaels is doing is he's kind of still having the veteran aspect, like working with these young and up and coming people that are going to get the hard push. Look at Braun Breaker. You His have first to. match against Tommaso Ciampa, the gatekeeper, no, the, yeah. the guy in well, NXT. The first episode of NXT 2.0, we actually live streamed. While we were watching, remember we were watching yep. it? Anywhere you get your podcast, you can go back to that episode. But his first match was against LA Knight. Braun Breaker was the first match on 2.0 against LA Knight. Then he gets paired up with Tommaso Ciampa, i.e. the longest current reign um, champion. You know, it's it's just, it's it's smart booking. And I never thought that I would say that. With WWE or NXT, but I mean with NXT, yeah. With WWE, I don't <laughs> WWE know. WWE proper, yeah. The I don't know. Roster, right. WWE is some weird ass booking right now. Yeah, we'll um, get, hopefully we get there today. So did you fun. see? Did you see the whole MSK and the Shaman? Oh thing? yeah, that one. That one took me out of it. Everyone, every, kind of everybody, everybody thought it was Elias. Everybody wanted RVD, but did you hear about Elias now? No. This is this Oh, he looked too much like uh, Macho Man. Macho. Yeah, duh. He looked like that the whole time. Now you're just paying attention? He looks like Macho Man originally. You know what I mean? Good lord. It's only now. Only now do people realize that like whatever. It clearly means you're not paying attention to the product or overall day-to-day stuff. But back to NXT. Um, you know, they got a lot of great things going on. You know, just as we were just coming off the topic of mixing the old with the new and, you know, we're kind of moving storylines and we're getting, you know, 2.0 is really coming to its own as, you know, here's a new batch of talent and we want to showcase them. We want to get them over. But to do that, we need help from the people who got us to the dance. So, yeah, um, in the women's division, I was saying before, and we just touched upon it with Raquel and Cora Jade. You know, Io Shirai is still there. Why? I don't know. But guess what? She's on TV. She's getting work. Better than going to the main roster and doing nothing and then getting released. So that's a great thing. Um, what else do we have going on? You know, everything with Pete Dunne. I do want to see Pete Dunne actually hold that championship for once because Fuck yeah. his time is due. Well overdue. We all know he's Triple H's bread and butter. That's his money. I love Pete Dunne. Uh, me too. Pete Dunne is going to get involved with Tony D'Angelo, which is kind of interesting because, well, yeah, not yeah. really. It goes back to our... He's our, calling him, uh, what, uh, Petey Poppins? Yeah. It, <laughs> it goes okay. back to our theory about before about how they're pairing green guys with veterans. Mm-hmm. Look at LA Knight, Grayson Waller, Pete Dunne, oh, Tony, dude, Tony D'Angelo. The nuclear heat that Grayson Waller got oh, yeah. for attacking Gargano. I love LA Knight. I like him a lot. I do too. He's like, yeah, better than yeah. I love what he does. L- L.A. Knight is uh, 
you hear what he said? He's like, you're all, you're all about views and something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, like, check like, out this view. Check out this view. And he gets in his car. <laughs> Pulls off. <laughs> LA Knight's hilarious. He's great. He's a big dude, too. The older guy also. Yeah, he's another older new, guy. New to NXT. Older guy. Every big feud. That is an NXT right now. Revolves around new revolves and around it. new and old, with the exception of maybe. Well, no, Imperium's been there for a while, but for, like for we said, Waller and Knight, Champa and Breaker, D'Angelo and Dunn, even with the women, Cora Jade, who's pairing with Raquel against Toxic, toxic Attraction. Even if you separate the Toxic Attraction tag team champions, yeah, Io Shirai was involved with that too. So it's like. They're doing things the right way, mm-hmm. and the future is really bright for NXT. I think, in my opinion, I'm really liking I'm the program. I am too. I look, you know, still always look forward to anything NXT mm-hmm. version 1.0, 2.0, however many versions. NXT is the show to watch, no matter what. And they're going through a rebuild. It's like watching a football team that's going through a rebuild. Yeah. It could either go very well. Or can drag on for years. And, and if watching you're a New York WWE sports team, you know what's going on. And watching WWE may be like a gar- dumpster fire, or oh, spiral. Yeah. yeah. Because. But we still watch it. We still watch it. I mean, Bobby Lash is getting involved again. This is going to turn into a fatal four way. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that either. But Bobby Kevin Lashley's... Owens is still going to take the fucking pin. Or yeah. submission. Or however the hell Big E wants to win. Now you know um, Big E's losing. You think so? I think so. To who? Well, I don't. I don't think he's gonna lose at this. I think he's gonna lose to Seth Rollins by himself. I'm telling you, Seth Rollins is the next WWE champion. Seth Rollins is okay, the next WWE fine. champion. So you have Seth with the belt and Roman with the belt. That's fine. I, I mean, for the company as a book whole, it, looking book from it the outside, the way, you can't. You can't book lose it with that. All the way to Survivor Series. Let them. Let them have a shield. Reunion match at a at that Survivor Series. There's money I'm, in it. I'm booking. There's money in I, it. I, wow, I am, you sound like WWE uh, business guy. I am booking Seth Rollins as the WWE champion. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. You can't be. But I'll be mad if they don't give him a direction because we know every, he doesn't need a direction. Well, what I mean by that is is his character doesn't keep evolving and he keeps doing the things that he's doing right now. He has to just stay the way the character of the because, Monday Night Messiah. Because when he Outside of when he first won the championship, breaking up with the Shield to win it. Okay. That's the only time he had some sort of direction after he won that championship or the Universal or whatever won. Any well, when other he cashed, time? When he cashed in, that's, that, when, he, that's, that's when, when that's when he had to step up. Well, that's what I'm talking about. And, Actually, when and he, that run yeah. until he got hurt. When he won the money in the bank. Was great. That was like the birth of it. Y- yeah. yeah. And that was, uh yeah, yep. Yeah. Right. From the, From that point which mm-hmm. was i think well, that was in june so we won that in july yeah. he broke up with the shield i think the day after my birthday or on my birthday i remember this fondly the next month was money in the bank he won so from when he cashed in for well from that moment to when he got hurt and had to give up the belt he was doing excellent work and then any other time he's won the championship regular wwe or the universal title I don't think it's gone the way they wanted it to because I don't think he really had a character. He has gone through so many character changes that it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, he but nothing off, that really sticks, un, uh, unlike what we see right now. I don't know, man. The Monday Night Messiah gimmick. He, I, like, I like that. Whether it was pulling out Rey Mysterio's eye. Well, I don't. I or, don't pull out, so oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. 
got him. Whether it's that Apparently angle. you don't either. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah, 20 weeks. Um, 20 weeks scamming really well today, by the way. Everything's good. going oh, good. Good. Um, whether I don't ask you questions about it. Just no. superstitious. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, whether, whether it was the feud with Mysterio and getting the henchman of Buddy Murphy in theory with him or him kind of coming back and having um, with with the outfits and the suits and having these different feuds. and Now that he's got that drip. He now he has that drip. Drip God. Yeah. drip God. Like whether it be that or even when he was the um, the Kingslayer when he faced Triple H at WrestleMania. When he came back from being hurt. Then he was the Beast Slayer. Then he was the then... Beast Slayer. And then this Slayer and that Slayer. We saw him win the we saw him win the Universal title live at WrestleMania and he got so much heat. I mean so much so much pop from that. But I don't outside of actually winning the championship mm-hmm. and then maybe a week or two after, I just don't think me personally, it went anywhere and the character got stale very quickly. It did. Other than what we're seeing right now, I think is some of his best work. Yeah, hands down. From when he work. became the Messiah to now, so that COVID area Messiah to just now. Yeah. Well, we'll see tomorrow night, I think. Bobby Lashley had a great run as champion, but Bobby Lashley wasn't challenged by enough people. He was only challenged by Drew McIntyre. And to be a good champion, in my opinion, you need to have enough top people. You need to have challengers that will make you better and that you can make them better even if you win. Okay, so Biggie has been champion, right? Who has he really beaten? Nobody. Nobody. Biggie benefits from a loss. He to does lose the championship to then win it back. He could because he never benefited from the chase. He didn't because he of got the money in the bank. He won money in the bank. He waited his turn. He attacked Biggie. He kind of called his own shot. He then did. he lost to Reigns. Yeah. Right. He lost to the he lost to the top guy in the company. He but again, it, it, but he yeah. won at the same time. Yeah. So that, that Survivor Series time, that's a tough time for anything lately because of how they do it. You know, nobody, you're either, somebody's getting over and somebody's, okay. whole, you know, whatever. Yeah. It goes one way or the other. So but this it, is, that's tough to call. This is why I feel like he's going to win a day one because he hasn't beaten anybody. Apparently yet. they're saying that this is all um, Nick Khan's idea. Day one, and they're trying to load this up. To they're trying to make it, it huge. They're trying to do this every year. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to make this big. But so that December pay per view might go bye bye. That's fine. Yeah, I don't need to see. Was it TLC? It's Christmas time anyway. Yeah. I mean, you probably probably they ran the numbers to see that it was the lowest rated one probably oh, yeah. of the year, and, and you know whatever. But this just brings me back to the point that Biggie isn't going to lose at day one because he hasn't beaten anybody. So let's just get this match under his belt where he. Where wrestling fans can shut up and say like us and say, well, you know, he beat Bobby Lashley Does he get the... and he beat Seth Rollins well, and he yeah, beat he, he obviously Kevin Owens to, in one he night. Obviously has to. Get oh yeah, he's yeah. gonna pin Rollins. I mean, not Rollins. Uh, he's gonna pin Owens. Owens. He's gonna pin Owens because Owens is the least. Is that Owens' last match? And it could be. Ahead of herself, it could be. But I mean, out of out of Lashley, Owens and Rollins, I think Owens has the least amount to lose in that match. If yeah, because he, he has the least know what to, to do with him. Yeah. And everything to gain. Yeah. Because you don't know. Like, again, I can see Kevin Owens and Damian Priest having a program. If Priest is going to stay face, I could see Owens chasing him and maybe even beating Priest for the U.S. title. I could see that happening. You know, he, Damian Priest had a 91% win percentage over the past year. Yep. The highest out of any wrestler was Damian Priest. Mm. Damian Priest. Isn't that kind of crazy? 
I think they kind of mentioned that this week on Raw. 91%. I saw it today on, uh, on Facebook. 91% win percentage. Have you ever seen him lose? No. No. No, outside of, I think there's that one, like, DQ where it wasn't even. Against Shinsuke. Was, yeah. At Survivor Series where he, like, snapped. Yeah. But, I mean, Seth isn't going to lose because Seth is going to challenge Big E at Royal Rumble. There's your banger that you always, That's the we banger. always talk about getting that one mm-hmm. great Royal Rumble match that isn't the Royal Rumble. Yeah. There's your match. So, where does this leave Bobby? Now, if I told you. So, Becky retains and uh, Rollins wins? It could be. So, if I told you. Mommy said, and Daddy Champion. Yeah, Mommy and Daddy Champion. If I told Actually, you. I'd make that a fucking shirt. That's money right yeah. there, but go ahead. The Family of Champions? <laughs> so, Shit. If, You're welcome. Because yeah, we know you're listening. So I'll take my royalties. Just give me a couple pennies for like 20 years. I'll take it. <laughs> what does this leave Bobby? Now, if I told you that Bobby Lashley would lose at day one, not lose though, but he'd be in the match, not get pinned. And if I said that Bobby Lashley would win the Royal Rumble, what would you say? I think you've said that before. I said Brock Lesnar. Mm. Brock Lesnar winning is the WWE's cheap way to if, get Brock if, to the top. If, if Bobby Lashley wins the Royal Rumble, first of all, they have such high regard for Bobby Lashley. That's a hard way to get him against Rollins, though, yeah. if Rollins beats Big E. So could we be seeing Bobby against Big E at WrestleMania? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this because I think we – well, we did this last year. I know we're almost getting, what, on three years of the program? Of Sunset Flipperia? Yeah. Well, two years. Two years, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I said this, like, last year around this time where, you know – Whoever wins that match, what depending on the men's Royal Rumble is good, going to it's going to be the main event. Main event, yeah. Um, so we'll see what champion goes on before that. Mm-hmm. Um, more than likely, it'll be Roman. You know, probably no, no, because then you won't have a pop. Maybe Roman will go first. He'll open the show that championship. <laughs> I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Who's he going to face though? Royal Rumble. It's not going to be Brock. Could have been Jeff Hardy. Yeah. It, it should have been Jeff Hardy, actually. Now, now let's see where the program goes. Uh, maybe you know, no, to... no, no. It's going to be Drew. Drew McIntyre. Remember we said that? Drew gets uh, we said that, into that. We said that Roman Reigns will face Drew McIntyre at Royal Rumble because it sells the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's a big match, but yet you're saving Brock and Roman for WrestleMania. Let's give Drew against Roman to make Roman look a thousand times stronger by pinning Drew McIntyre at Royal Rumble. And then doesn't that just put Drew right in the bottom again? Not really. You, he's on because Drew wasn't gonna beat him anyway. No, Remember, no, no nobody's reason. gonna beat this guy. Brock Lesnar? I don't know. I don't think Brock has a schedule for it. I don't think Brock wants that. I think Brock wants to earn his money and just wrestle the amount of times that's on his contract. He can't be there every week like Roman is. You know what I mean? He's not full time. Also, that don't that all that does is just kind of pigeonhole you. Yeah, it does for cer- certain things. You know, so things have to go a certain way because of the contract status. Unless yeah. they decide to throw him a little bit more money for an extra appearance here and there, which I know they've done before. Saudi Arabia. That was his last match. That was that was Brock's last match because WWE got fucking paid up the ass for that. They do all the time. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, like, yeah. You know, well, like, yeah. Then this next match is going to be day one because they want to make this fucking huge event. And you got to have Brock on the show with Roman. Yeah. You got that's going to be your main event. Mm-hmm. If I told you that's going to be a floozy finish, 
Think about it. We saw Roman beat. We saw Roman pin Brock at Saudi in a kind of a shitty way, but he did pin him. I I see DQ at this match day one written all over it. Well, then, that's a way to get heat. And then and then and then I see, God, it's really. I'm still gonna say Brock Lesnar is gonna win the Royal Rumble. I could see Brock and Bobby being the final two. I can see Brock and Bobby. Give it and, to me. And then all that talk Give that it people to me. were saying. Give it to me. All the talk people were saying. I want Brock and Bobby WrestleMania. Maybe that let comes them, because of that. Let them be the final two at Royal Rumble. Right. And let the let other one be. cost the other one down the line. Could be. And th- and then, then that's when you generate that heat. So then you get off of now. That means you're going to get off of Brock and Roman. Yeah. Then, and, and then you're you, going to go another direction, which is still a great fucking direction. Yeah. And then you insert. It's the, the match you've wanted. And you probably need to do it now. And then you insert the great one. Oh, man. You hear that sound in the table? <laughs> Six to midnight, baby. Uh, then, then you insert the great one. Because at this point, right? Let me explain this to everybody out there listening wherever you find our podcast. If Roman Beach drew at Royal Rumble. No, no. Okay. Let's start with this. Roman and Brock DQ at day one. Okay. That's fine because you can have Brock challenge him again. But they're not going to have that at Royal Rumble. They're going to save that for Mania. Now, the way to make Roman look strong is to have him beat Drew McIntyre, who's going to be the, the, the... Drew McIntyre is the number two on SmackDown, as far as, in my opinion, as far as ability and overall everything. Yeah. He's a top face. He's turning into be. You have Roman go over on him and beat him. So basically, it's like, oh, well, who's left? Brock wins the Royal Rumble. There's your WrestleMania main event for probably night two is Roman against Brock. Yeah, that Sunday spot will always be the classic yeah. main event Royal Rumble spot. I'm excuse me, uh, WrestleMania spot if they continue to do these two nighters. Brock wins the Royal Rumble against Bobby as the final two. Now, maybe we'll see a little bit of chemistry with those two guys. It, right? For, it, I hope that they're the last two, definitely the final four. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For for damn sure. Absolutely. Um you're gonna see them in the final four. Again, you're you're gonna again what Bobby Lashley did for the past year, like I said before, even though the competition wasn't exactly the top, he he still provided a lot. And then you're gonna insert the rock after Roman beats Brock at WrestleMania. Cause again, the the Roman having the belt is what's selling the product. Yep. On SmackDown. You can't give the belt to Brock because he can't be there every week but if he's not there every week you gotta have a champion on your flagship show Right. that's why Roman's a champion because yeah, Fox isn't gonna allow it no no fucking way this isn't you this is a whole nother world <laughs> yeah. this isn't the USA network exactly this isn't USA this is a whole nother world yeah this is Fox this is huge. TV, right? This is like network television. Network television. Like when you think of network television, the first ones you think of are who? NBC, Fox, and ABC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fox is huge. The alphabet channels. Yeah. So it's just going to be interesting about how they bring in The Rock after Roman beats Brock. But and, that's and, and the only way that you can go. Here, here's the thing. Hopefully, well, you know, we we insert that we talk about the rock once a week because we know what we want to happen what if it doesn't what if it does the first smackdown after wrestlemania right think about this 
So we we don't get what we want. We don't blow our load Sunday night. No, we get this on SmackDown, just like how The Rock and Cena was born, which is what you brought up, I think, a couple weeks ago. You give him that one-year build, even if he's champion or not. That's the only way. You sell out WrestleMania in Hollywood. Yeah. The Rock's from Hollywood. <laughs> WrestleMania Hollywood figures are on the fucking show. Well, he's shelves. not from Hollywood. He's from Hollywood now, right? Well, he's from now, Hollywood now. We call yeah, him Hollywood Rock yeah. now, right? Yeah, Hollywood yeah. Rock, but I mean... I've w- seen that toy all over. It's the, all over Walmart. Yeah, that and the they giant can't, Cena. They can't sell it. No, they can't sell it. And I, want I wanted the, I, to buy it. I want oh, the pipe. I want the Piper. That's one. what I was looking for. I couldn't find it. Yeah, neither it's can only I. Uh, Rock and, and Cena. Yeah. Because there's only three in the line. They it's make Piper, but it's hard to find. Can't find it. Because everybody wants the Piper. Figure. I want it. Yeah, so bad. But that's how you do it out there. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what they do with that. I just, I had to get that up. How did we even end up at this point? What were well, we even talking about well, originally? We're booking the territory. We're booking we were, the territory. We, you know, we went we're, from we were, we were talking Seth about Rollins. the Royal Rumble. We went from Seth all the way to the Rock. Yeah, which actually the six degrees of separation. It, it, there it goes from Kevin Bacon also. Yeah. So, but but now it's like, okay, so what what about these other guys? Like, you know, what do we do with the rest of the roster? What do we do with the rest of the roster? Just release them because that's you what, what you're doing anyway. That, I mean, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like what else can you do now? Like even even when these guys get released, they may be going to AEW now. But like what AEW is doing is AEW is getting crowded. AEW is blowing their load next Wednesday, by the way, by doing Adam Page versus Brian Danielson and Winter yeah. is coming. And they're not um they're actually doing a Rampage show that might be not might be will be taped on Christmas because Christmas is on a Saturday. Nobody's gonna watch that. You know mm-hmm. who's gonna get higher ratings? A Christmas Story. On TBS. Yeah. And TNT. Actually, I was going to talk to you about it, but uh, AEW is going to Boardwalk Hall in February, Atlantic City, for Dynamite slash Rampage. What day in February? February 9th. Is that a... It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday? Yeah. If I take off now, I mean, I I wouldn't mind going that. They're coming back to Newark already. Yeah, I might go. I've seen that. I've been to Boardwalk Hall. It's a nice venue. It's a small venue. It's, I've been there for s- nothing wrestling related, but I've been like, there for a concert. But I mean, I, I would go. Oh, your to concert's tomorrow, no? Taking back Sunday. It's on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, at seven. It's gonna be a good show. No, I was thinking about going to AEW in Atlantic City. Tickets go on sale the seventeenth, I think. So they go on sale next Friday. Damn. Yeah, thinking about it. But I, I've I've been keeping up at AEW and. And um, you know what they're doing is they're blowing their load. They're giving you a huge match next week, and it's funny because they have to. Because they have they, to. The, the winner is coming. Is the episode next week? No, yeah, right? winner is coming. Yeah. So you're having Brian Danielson against against Hangman Page. They also announced uh, Serena Deeb against Hikaru Shida, but obviously mm-hmm. the the main attraction is Hangman against Daniel Bryan. Uh, Bryan are we getting Danielson. the finals of the TBS championship? Not yet. Not yet. No, okay. there's still four women left. Oh, jeez. Um, dragging this out. I think yeah, Jake they're, they're dragging this out this way too long. But I'm really interested in the, how they're going to book this match with Hangman and Daniel Bryan and Brian Danielson because Hangman Bryan, has to win this he match. He has to. If not, it's he's getting buried. He is. He has to because I mean, Brian Danielson has just been on TV every week. Brian can afford Go. the loss. He doesn't ever have to win a championship here. We, you know this, right? Yeah, he does. He doesn't need a title to be relevant. There, you know how many wrestlers we've said that about in this career of the, in the show, this podcast. There's he, not. Uh, there's a finite amount of people. Yeah. 
But it's only the really good ones who can you okay. know, who are above the championship as a whole. My OG like the, favorite, the, uh, Undertaker, is really one of those people who are at the top of that list who does not need a championship to be relevant. I mean, Undertaker's first title was in 1991 when he beat Hulk Hogan. But the only reason why he won the title against Hulk Hogan was because to to given the feud of Flair and Hogan, which never blossomed. Mm-hmm. Undertaker had the belt for ten days, and then he lost. 10 days later at Tuesday, Tuesday in Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. And he lost in a cheap way. But names like Bray Wyatt never had a, had a title belt to be relevant. Names like Brian Danielson in AEW. Anybody with a really, CM really Punk in AEW. great gimmick doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's over beyond belief. Have you seen the video floating around on the internet today about the, the stage test they did with Lex Luger? No. So there's a video I saw on TikTok. It's really interesting. So back in 19... Oh, God, 94? 90... Yokozuna won the 93 Royal Rumble. So this is Lex Express. This is Lex Express. This is 1994, right? 1994. They they filmed the superstars, right? And they had this thing where Lex Luger stole the belt from Yokozuna and Mr. Fuji. So what they did was... they 10 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. They filmed Lex Luger being introduced as WWF champion. And to see what the crowd... It was a crowd test. Oh, shit. But they played it off to where it was like he stole the belt earlier in the show. And he's getting introduced because he thinks he's a real champion. But secretly, it was a test. Got it. So he gets... And he comes down the ramp with the winged eagle belt. And it looks so weird because you always... Wrestling... Like, this was like a... Like, this has been like a... Like a thought of a lot of wrestling fans that you gave... Luger, this huge push at a time where remember there was no Hogan, and you he know was, he was supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be the guy. I mean, he had the look. Him and Bret Hart, he had the look. You know, this was that weird time in WWF where you had the guys like Diesel and Shawn Michaels and Razor the Ramon, new generation. the new generation. So he comes down the ramp and he looks so fucking out of place as a WWF champion, and like the crowd. Really didn't get that behind they that much behind him. About it, yeah. They were a little indifferent, and like you can just tell that this is the thing with Lex Luger, he had the look. That's that it. Was it. <laughs> that was it. And as they say, he had. He was a good-looking guy. Build the great fra- build. The phrase in the businesses, and then the bell rang. Yeah, and that was and it. and that was it. All he had was the look. The look. Now, so. can we look at other wrestlers in history that have just had the look? We don't have enough time for that. We today. don't have enough time for that. But, I mean, that just but gives But you get you, her point, yeah. Yeah, but you get the point. But then I say to myself, okay, so during that time in the new generation era, how come Razor Ramon was never champion? Definitely somebody who I think should have the championship. Absolutely. But I, I want to say that outside stuff that happened you know, yeah. in the ring is the reason why. I mean, some of the top guys never won the, the WWF championship, in my opinion, that were popular. Razor Ramon, the top. Mr. Perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, I know that for you, yep. I think you, if t- we've, you've I've said this before. Uh, ad nauseum. The only reason why half of these guys on this list, in my opinion, were never champion, probably has a lot to do. Is because it was fucking handcuffed too. by Hogan too in the steroid oh, that, trial. Yeah, that's Ted DiBiase would have been a great champion, phenomenal champion, because he had. Ted DiBiase, as, and like again, I used to get so much shit because I'm like a I'm so, like, so much so that he had to create his own championship. I am so over on like I am so over on Million Dollar Man because 
His promo work was just ridiculous. The vignettes were so good. He created his own champion because he knew he was never going to get over in Hulk Hogan. The only person that got over in Hulk Hogan was the Ultimate Warrior. And it was a fucking mistake. That's why Sergeant Slaughter had to beat him five months into his fucking reign. <laughs> or nine months. No. Nine months after he becomes champion, you lose the fucking Sergeant Slaughter, who basically left. No. Yeah, he left. He was in WWE, then he was G.I. Joe, then he left and he came back fucking uh, being obsessed with, with, with Iran and Iraq during this time. Uh, oh, yeah, Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah. And then you go over in the old... The, when he uh, was, what, Colonel Mustafa at that time? Oh, yeah, that was the Iron Sheik. Yeah, the Sheik. But it was, just, it, it was just so funny. Like, when you, like, when you really w- look at that time now when Ultimate Warrior was champion, he was so much of a pompous prick that he lost to Sergeant Slaughter. And then he's the one that's responsible for for having the Macho Man take time off. And then ironically, Macho Man stays with the company longer than the Ultimate Warrior. I fucking hate him. I can't even just I can't even think about so it much. Anymore. So he had to do the first ever episode. We always on. say that, but like I just I can't stomach the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> our our fandom podcast. I mean, it's yours. I came along after, but. Um, started be- all because of hatred. It did. It did. I I did the first if, two episodes by myself, and now there was no, on the third. Yeah, if there was no warrior, there might be no podcast. Seriously, I hate him. <laughs> there has never been a guy I've hated more. And it's funny because I bought his figure, and I always say to myself, "Why did I buy the figure? I bought the figure because I completed the Legend Series Eight collection." Yeah, but like I look at it, it's like I can use that as a fucking dartboard if I want to. I just despise the Ultimate Warrior. I just hate everything about him. And if anybody hate, and if anybody out there thinks that he's a top guy in the company, then whatever crack you're smoking, slide me a bag at our studio because I would love to smoke it. Okay, <laughs> just just hand over a bag. Just send it in a random box to our studio here in New Jersey, and just I just want to know what you're going well, the through. The old school Johnson and Wales Tom's is yeah. coming out now. No. <laughs> College days. If all else fails, go to Johnson and Wales. No, but um, it's I can't even think about that anymore. I can't, I can't. But like all the champions that are out there in WWE right now, are there any champions that are that don't need this belt to be relevant? Look who's champion. Like to me, Randy Orton doesn't need a championship belt. No, he's made, he's been made for years, so that's a whole. The only he's reason in a whole nother echelon. The only reason why he has a belt is just because of what they're doing. Together, I think that turn's coming at day one. Whenever they have this match against it's whoever coming. wins this, it's yeah, coming. coming. Yeah, and then you're going to see them too at WrestleMania. This has WrestleMania blow up all over it, all over well, it. Well, it started around SummerSlam, mm-hmm. and it going. I mean, it's going through the motions of how normal WWE feuds go. Yeah, it, it's right in that wheelhouse for them. So yeah, it's, let them it's, go. It's fine. It's, it's going to blow up. It's uh, hysterical. It's very funny. It's hysterical. The the the. The jackets they they had on the other day cracked me up on Monday. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it, it, it's very funny. Yeah, I mean, Damian Priest does he need a belt to be relevant? I think he does. Well, now, yeah, now I he mean, does. Ninety-one percent of the time, you win, buddy. You got to be a fucking champion. Yep. Biggie's interesting to me. Biggie needs the belt. He he does. He was the belt makes him better. Because we all know he was tag champion. He was part of the New Day. That's how he was Him leaving the New Day was good, but him being the champion is better. Absolutely. 
Couldn't agree more. Good that you left the New Day. You start your own career. That shadow is slowly... Would you say he went and started over again in a sense? Yes, I think so. Okay. Because right now, he's nothing New Day about him. He's a former member of the New Day. Right, and and I think they've done well enough to establish that fact. Yeah, they have. They, but they haven't established him enough in a, as a singles competitor yet. No, and that's no, why he's not even lose close to win again. Not even close. Yeah, and, we, and I've close. said that before. Yeah, it's all about the chase. The money's in the, the chase. Who lose the rounds? In my opinion. Yeah, but WWE has not done an ounce for Big E singles wise than what they really need to do. That Rollins Big E match, if it does happen at Royal Rumble, I know I said the Roman match might be first. That might be. Yeah, first. That could be first. You're changing the belt. It doesn't matter whatever it is. It's going to be Big E versus Seth Rollins or Royal Rumble, mm. in my opinion. Hands down. Unless uh, they go from four to three to two, and then. Or how about this? How about if how about if Big E and, and, and Roman open the night? I mean, Big E and Rollins open the night. Rollins wins. Big E wins the Royal Rumble. Goes back just like Becky. Just like how Drew did it too. Mm-hmm. The chase. We always say the chase, right? Money's in the chase. It's, yeah. it's it's how stories have been written for an eternity. Yeah. Except for Asuka, who won the Royal Rumble and then lost the I hope she comes back. If she comes back, I hope she comes back at the Rumble. But yeah, she could. She could. I don't know how, like, what level of hurt she's in, but mm-hmm. um, I hope she comes back. Now, Roman doesn't... Because now need, I miss seeing her on Roman head. doesn't need the belt to be relevant. Roman needs no. The, Roman, Roman has the belt because he's top. Roman didn't need the belt. No. He's just always been there forever that yeah. you just kind of now it's weird that he doesn't have it or, or if he yeah. didn't you know what i mean now so, the, it's different with the usos because the usos need the belt to make that bloodline stronger so the fact that the usos the only reason why usos are champion is because of, of roman. roman that's it i think when and it's it, it's a fucking pity excuse me for cutting you off <laughs> it's a fucking pity that the new day is the first tag team that was, is well not the first but the new day is challenging them at day one for the tag. I belts. hope that somebody else comes. Why are we I doing this again? I don't know, but I hope it's really a swerve, and I hope somebody jumps in that in no, the weeks leading. It's not going to be a swerve because it's the new day. Now you feel bad for Xavier Woods because King Woods. All I want to do is be king in the ring since I was a little fucking kid. Really, your crown got demolished, and you're still the new day. So have fun, buddy. Your king gimmick lasted two weeks. Two weeks. And who did it lose to? Roman Reigns. Two weeks you were King Woods for. That's it. Now you're the New Day. There's never not an episode where there's no New Day slander. It's just funny, though. I know it is. It's hilarious. They don't know how to book the most profitable group in the company. Right? Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. The bloodline is slowly getting there. But, I mean, they're very young with the group no the bloodline's there i just feel like it, it's kind of getting a little stale we need i mean to put a new wrinkle in this i mean it doesn't matter i mean i'm, I'm talking about shirt sales you can make oh, that shirt oh, yeah, purple yeah, blue yeah. green oh, you're gonna pink. sell it it doesn't matter you're gonna, yeah, sell, you're gonna it. sell it but i mean you know the, the bloodline does need a new member and whether it's naomi it needs a woman whether it's solo solo whatever his name is sokoa sokoa which we have he's we very green last week yeah he's a face by the way yeah i noticed yeah, yeah but it's just it's so funny how the WWE doesn't know how to book the New Day, and they're and they're so desperate on booking them as a tag team, they can't book them singly. They can't, they can't. Oh, because you built that monster. You, they can't. Yeah, you built it. Even with Big E, right. you can't book him the right way. How come he hasn't defended the title against anybody? Not even randomly on Monday Night Raw. Now they somebody, don't know how to book it. Now somebody would say, "Well, now yeah, look what we're doing." 
Yeah, you, yeah, you're giving him three opponents. You can't book a singles feud with your top guy on your flagship show, quote unquote. Even though the guys underneath him are producing more, i.e., Seth Rollins, i.e., Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is running circles around what Big E does on that show, in my opinion. Hands down. Actually, let me take that back. Becky Lynch is running circles around all of them. Great match, by the way. Very good match. Very great match. I don't like the ending, but I mean... The finish know. was similar to how she beat Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Becky Lynch is the top person on Monday Night Raw. Her heel turn works now, right? Remember some people yeah. said that it, it's funny it because stupid? It's funny because we say, you know, what what wrestlers are running the shows. I mean, Roman is running the SmackDown and Becky Lynch is running Raw. Becky is running Raw. I don't care Raw. what anybody says. That's right. But Charlotte is still the top woman in WWE, in yeah. my opinion. So Who's getting cream pie? Who's getting in the face? <laughs> bad choice of words. Oh, was bad choice of words. And that and those and those and those words were circling on the internet the second that happened. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So I mean, you know, everybody out there, you know, day one is coming up soon, right? A lot of stuff is coming up for WWE. Here, Tom, play with your monster truck new day <laughs> over here, please. I, I do have that. But yeah, again, the only reason why I bought that is because part of the collection. But um, obviously, what's coming back is oh, the AJ Styles thing we didn't talk about. Him and Omos. There's that feud about to start. We don't know where that's going. Oh, why? So we can compare Omos to Andre the fucking Giant again, yeah. like we did last oh, week. Last week. Yeah, thanks, Undertaker. The one bad thing you've done in your career was comparing Omos to Andre the Giant. Yeesh. I'm telling you, AJ, give him one more run. It's gonna happen. Miz and uh, Edge starting to heat up. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a quick little feud. And, it's at and day one. It'll serve its purpose, and, yeah. and that's it. And you move on. And I, Beth, I don't mind it. Because you got to fill time, but you fill it with quality stuff. But who, the Edge and the Miz? I think oh, it's Obviously, the edge, at the edge. Edge is going to win. <laughs> the guy in the uh, <laughs> The guy in YouTube. The guy in YouTube. <laughs> yeah. No, Edge is going to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, But, um, you know, we're going to have so much more coverage of day one as it gets closer out there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, today is December 9th, so obviously the satchel is coming up. We're going to be doing like a holiday satchel coming up. It'll be start holidays here. At, start sending us our questions. We'll do the satchel the week of Christmas. Um, it'll be our holiday satchel, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as always, Sons of Flip Radio is available wherever you get your podcast. I mean, you know, you know that by now. I hope you right. do. You know the spiel. You know the spiel. We're everywhere. But follow us. Apple, Google, Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, social we, media. We live in your head rent free, guys. We do, yeah. Social media, Instagram and Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio. Twitter yeah. at Sunset Flip Radio. Email us at Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail.com. We have our shirts for sale. Please buy a shirt. Next week, we'll be coming to you with a brand new topic. What it is, we don't know. That's the beauty of this show. Who knows? A lot of stuff happened today. A lot today of stuff that happened we, that we, we didn't think we were going to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, we'll be coming back. There's always a brand new content. What are you pointing at? <laughs> Your ultimate my warrior, ultimate warrior hat. hat. I, I, I know ha- why you have it. I have that hat because I, I got that's that's an original. Let me tell you something. As I sit up, that's an original WWF merchandise. We gotta we gotta take a trip one day to the wrestling collector up in North Jersey. We do, and we should film an episode. Jake the Snake over was there. there last Saturday. Yeah, I wanted to go to that. You would have met Peter Rosenberg, by the way. Yeah, and no, I saw him and his and his stupid dog. Bear. Bear. But, um, no, we'll be coming back to your live content next week. And as always, uh, I am the 100 on the man, Thomas Lisi. Always join with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey, hey. We are Sons of Foot Radio. We are your number one podcast for the art and sport professional wrestling. We are out for today. That's it. Peace, love, and wrestling. And as always, take care. You're.